From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Tuesday the 28th of February 2023. Good afternoon. In today's Spotlight story, we run through DeSantis' battle with Disney. This isn't the only thing happening in the world though, so we'll run through three of today's other important stories. And in our exclusive Nebula section, I sit down with Jack and discuss the changes made to Roald Dahl books. But first, how is Ron DeSantis changing Disney World? After more than half a century, Walt Disney's so-called corporate kingdom in Florida has come to an end. It's a story that involves Disney World, strange tax arrangements, anti-LGBT laws, and a potential future presidential candidate, so it requires a bit of explaining. Way back in 1967, Florida's legislature passed the Reedy Creek Improvement Act that gave control of more than 100 square kilometers of land near Orlando, Florida. It was on this land that the Walt Disney World Resort was built. Today, the vast resort has more than 75,000 employees and attracted more than 36 million visitors in 2021. The Reedy Creek Improvement Act gave Disney the power to act as its own municipal government, meaning it had the power to levy taxes, build new structures, control utilities and more. It even has its own fire department. The district is governed by a five-member board of supervisors, all effectively hand-picked by Disney as the majority landowner. The unique setup endured for more than half a century, and it's been argued that it helped save local taxpayers from the cost of large infrastructure projects and the other associated costs of running the district. But on Monday, Republican Governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, signed a bill that takes control away from Disney, saying, today the corporate kingdom finally comes to an end. There's a new sheriff in town, and accountability will be the order of the day. The move did not come out of nowhere and is widely seen as retaliation against the Walt Disney Company after it spoke out against DeSantis' law that restricts classroom teaching about gender and sexual orientation, dubbed the Don't Say Gay Law. The law sparked outrage across the country and Disney released a statement saying it hoped to see the law repealed or struck down. This prompted Governor DeSantis to call on Florida lawmakers to end Disney's special governing power over the Reedy Creek District. And now, a year later, DeSantis has signed such a bill into law. It doesn't dissolve the special district, but it does mean that the five-member board that governs the district will now be appointed by the state of Florida, rather than Disney. Among those on the new board are a Republican donor whose law firm has given $50,000 to DeSantis' re-election campaign and a conservative school board member who's also the wife of the Florida Republican chairman. DeSantis said the new law also means that Disney World will no longer be exempt from certain state regulations like fire and building codes. The public fight with Disney has run alongside DeSantis's wider tightening of restrictions on teaching of what he calls liberal indoctrination. Things like race, sexual orientation, gender and more. It's boosted his public profile and helped make him a serious contender for the Republican presidential nomination in 2024. Okay, so that's our main story for the day, but there's a lot more going on around the world. So here's a rundown of three other stories. 
News has recently been taken to court over the opinion of some of their hosts in relation to the 2020 presidential election. Dominion Voting Systems has claimed that the Conservative outlet broadcast fake and malicious rumours about voter fraud that hurt their business. As such, they've sued Fox News for $1.6 billion, claiming that this hurt their business. Talking about this, Fox News owner Rupert Murdoch admitted that some of his commentators were endorsing baseless claims of widespread fraud and that I would have liked us to be stronger in denouncing it in hindsight. He added that he was doubtful that former President Trump's allegations of widespread voter fraud was accurate. Fox's lawyers said that Dominion's lawsuit mischaracterizes the facts by cherry-picking sound bites, omitting key context and mischaracterizing the record. The jury trial is expected to begin in April in Delaware. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Following the devastating earthquake in Turkey and Syria a few weeks ago, Turkish President Erdogan has today asked for forgiveness for the speed in which the government acted in the immediate aftermath. Specifically, Erdogan said that the tremors and bad weather meant that the government could not work as we would have liked. For this, he added, I ask forgiveness. A Turkish resident who was affected by the earthquakes told AFP that he didn't see anyone until 2pm on the second day of the earthquake. No government, no state, no police, no soldiers. He added, shame on you, you left us on our own. This seems representative of the feeling across Turkey, as there's been a huge amount of protest against the government in recent weeks. Notably, football fans started singing Government Resign at the weekend, and riot police detained protesters at demonstrations in Istanbul. Considering the Turkish presidential election is set to take place later this year, Erdogan may be feeling a little apprehensive, to say the least. Mexico's president, Andreas Manuel López Obrador, has posted a photo on social media that he says appears to show a mythical woodland spirit, similar to an elf. The mythical creature in question is known as an alux, which, according to traditional Maya belief, are small beings that live in the forests of the Yucatan Peninsula. They're known for being mischievous and are blamed for playing tricks on people and causing minor trouble. President López Obrador shared the photo, which appears to show two glowing eyes in a tree, and said everything is mystical. Now, we don't know whether López Obrador actually believes in the sighting, was being tongue-in-cheek, or was simply appreciating indigenous culture. Whichever is true, we do know that the photo the president says was taken three days ago actually dates back to at least 2021. In the final uplifting story today, we discuss a woman who took on BA and won. Jenny Barber booked two return flights to Japan in January 2020, which were eventually pulled due to COVID restrictions. BA only offered her travel vouchers, but she wanted her money back. So she took BA to court. She represented herself and won a full refund. About this, she said, if you're an ordinary person who is not a legal professional, going up against someone like British Airways is scary and it's intimidating. But she won, so clearly she knew what she was doing. That's all we have time for on YouTube today. But if you want to see our discussion of the changes to Roald Dahl books... I mean, crazy. I Shit. talked about the right being triggered and now I'm getting now triggered. Now you're getting triggered. Then watch the extended ad-free edition of The Daily Briefing over on Nebula. 
That's the streaming service we're building with a bunch of our creator friends, many of whom you're likely to be already watching. That means that by signing up, you not only get an extended ad-free daily briefing every single day, you also get to watch exclusive and ad-free videos from the best educational creators on YouTube. That's things like Real Life Law's incredible Modern Conflicts, which breaks down contemporary disputes around the world, Neo's Underexposure, which beautifully dives into complex and shadowy topics you've always wanted to know more about, or Extremities from Wendover Productions, which uncovers some of the world's most remote places. All of these are only available on Nebula, just like our extended daily briefings and a whole bunch of other exclusive TLDR content which never comes to YouTube. If you want to sign up, use the link in the description so that they know you came through us. That helps us out a whole lot, as does watching on Nebula more generally. So thanks for signing up and we'll see you on Nebula.